0: Look it. Look it. Look it. Look it. Look it. Look it. Look look it. it. Will
1: you listen? Record is pressed. Good morning, me.
0: Good morning, Aldon.
1: You're on the Zoom again. This is. I'm on the Zoom. Exactly. But it's tight today. Is it? Sometimes there's a bit of a gap, and the lad has to fix it afterwards.
0: Oh, I'm sorry about that. That's fact, not your lad. fault.
1: <laughs> That's terrible. Exactly. That's not your fault. Um, let's do Look It. Will You Listen? Two old radio heads going through six subjects in around 30 minutes with their opinions and stories thrown in. And bear in mind
0: that neither of us know what the other one is going to say. So we have to reveal our topics to both each other and to our valued listening audience. It's
1: much the same so. as when we sit down to have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea. Neither of us know what the other is going to say.
0: It is. Well, not many people script their cups of tea. Well, I feel like ours are diverse <laughs> and wide-ranging. I feel like our our cups of tea are, are, um, are worth listening to.
1: Oh, I would agree with you. And I, I hadn't thought of it that way, that not many people <laughs> script their cups of tea. Um, no. can I, let's just do the business piece You're welcome to contribute at Lookit at Or you can tweet podcast No you can't You can tweet at lookit podcast. Yes exactly You see even scripted I still can't yes. get it right That's why you normally do this piece But as we've mentioned You don't have a printer at home Because why would you have a printer at home? You're always I'll going to have an has, office to go into.
0: Yeah, I'd never ever ever have to stay at home for a year. There's why? no way that that would ever happen.
1: Why would you? I'm Al Don. I'm Neve Bennett. Oh are you? Yeah.
0: yeah, sometimes. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: On a Friday I am, yeah. <laughs> On a Friday. Yes. You Depends still? what I've done. Depends who wants me and why. Oh. Uh. Yeah, generally Neve Bennett, yes.
1: Okay, so if it's somebody if it's if it's a um a, a money a money collector, a money lender coming after you who le- lent the money to yes. Neve neve mcmanus well McMahonis. then your name my Bennett, name is
0: al dunn
1: <laughs> exactly which is convenient it is it it's a name that can be used for male or females that's true <laughs> i hadn't thought of it that way before until you until you said it
0: very useful uh mm-hmm. and our first topic do we want to go adulthood. you you go
1: go ahead with your current affairs i'm sure it's wonderful
0: it's yeah so i know i need to get off the dog
1: you're not going to do dogs are you
0: yes absolutely going to do dogs
1: okay you've done a lot of research then this week a bit like myself
0: (laughs) i just like dog stories okay right italian dogs sniff through covid19 boot camp rte.ie has published an article about italian sniffer dogs and they are learning to sniff out covid19 so i've heard of this during the pandemic of people trying to get dogs to sniff out the disease but it seems like over in rome in their campus biomedical university hospital every certain Thailand and they are training dogs to detect the presence of the coronavirus in human sweat and they seem to be doing a really good job with it hmm. so they're saying that for example if they have about a thousand people and um, say you're going to a you know a concert or a football match yeah if you're, if you're you know if you're swabbing a thousand people it would take about 20 minutes per person each but the dogs can do it in about 30 seconds so somehow and it doesn't quite say how they do this, but I'm interested to know. They get a base of this gauze of your sweat. And then they so you, they're not going to step the dogs on you. Right. You're going to step the dogs on a gauze of your sweat. So they somehow do that with your sample. Yeah. And then they're placed inside a metal receptacle in a testing room. And they're being sniffed by dogs who can apparently sniff it out. I'm a bit disappointed
1: in this. I thought you were going to say they'd be like those dogs at the airport. The, the drug dogs.
0: Oh, yeah. They're scary things.
1: Well, I mean they're, yeah, they're little generally looking. little beagly things aren't they which are, are, but they're
0: serious looking like you know you're not getting past a beagle
1: yeah very true no
0: one's no one's messing with a beagle
1: someone I know thought the way they get those dogs to to know where the drugs are is because they give them a load of drugs, drugs in the first them place drugs. yeah and get them <clears throat> you know get them addicted to drugs so what they're doing is they're they're going told cold turkey and they're sniffing out people with drugs so they can get them
0: I'm gonna guess that that's not what they do that's probably
1: not <laughs> what they do. But. I'm
0: going to say no, but uh, but I can see the logic. I can't. Not so much the ethics. Yeah. Um, but apparently dogs um, have had great success and they're increasingly used to detect cancer, diabetes, Parkinson's, all of that. So why Hang do they not detect? More,
1: more importantly, oh no, it's yes. pigs I'm thinking. I was going to say more importantly, truffles, but actually it's pigs <laughs> that do that, isn't
0: it? <laughs> sniffer pigs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather be um, screened by a dog or a pig?
1: Pigs are very friendly, uh, friendly animals. Yeah. No, I've, I've never been that friendly. close to them. But They're from what sweet. I see on the yeah, from what I see on the telly,
0: they look cute. They do smell worse than I I would think that they always smell. Like every time I meet a pig, I'm always struck by their stench.
1: How many pigs have you met and where? Know, well,
0: see, my granddad had a farm, so we spent every summer on a farm. Oh, very good. And one of my best friends lives on a farm. Uh, as a farmer, in fact. Whoa. And she uh, she has Peggy the pig and loves Peggy the pig. And Peggy's incredibly intelligent. Now, Peggy's piglets do leave the farm yeah. at a certain point. Now, hold on.
1: When Neve said that, she said leave. And then did the parenthesis sign.
0: So, yeah. So Peggy's pigs go off to the... Pigsty in the sky, which is all very sad. Okay. But Peggy's wonderful, and they keep Peggy, and she absolutely reeks, but she's wonderful and lovely.
1: Those those pigs that go off to the pigsty in the sky probably provide me with my Sunday dinners.
0: Yes, they do. Okay. And um, I'm very sorry. Which I'm very. Pigs listening. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I'm not a vegetarian, obviously enough, so. I'm happy enough with the whole idea of that. But they are supposed to be very intelligent, our pigs.
0: They're very intelligent, and they give Peggy these little bits of straw. And so they sort of hand feed her, not hand feed her, but hand give her a straw. Um, It's this kind of fun game they have, and then she goes and builds this house for herself in the corner of her Mm. her little patch. Is
1: she a pig or a a bird?
0: She's a pig. She builds a nest for herself. And her piglets are always running around the place every year. There's Peggy's piglets are always running, ramming around, and they'll be out in front of the house and doing all kinds of things. For a little
1: while before they go For off a somewhere. While.
0: Somewhere. We're yes. not sure where they go. I don't know. Maybe they go to college.
1: <laughs> yes. Pig college.
0: And I think that I will make a commitment to have 10 weeks without a dog story from now on.
1: Um, well hold on It turned into a pig story Which is better than, It was a good dog story Okay and it wasn't just Oh here's a cute dog I've just taken a picture of Oh With They a coat could change on. our lives Yeah, yeah. They so, could
0: help us get back To football matches Not that I'd ever want that Well but, exactly um, Yeah I mean I could go To a drag show perhaps Yes More, more <laughs> and, of my scene. And
1: to be fair Last week I think I brought up the dog Rather than you So listen don't, don't, don't kill yourself Over the dog stories I think they're, <laughs> And they're, there's only one Yeah And they're better Than the death stories you, that, that phase you went through
0: um, that yeah, that'll make a comeback. I'm saving that for the the Halloween season. Oh, very good. Yeah, something to look forward. I'm to I'm just gonna, just saying.
1: I'm looking forward to that already. My mm-hmm. current affairs. You love this if you haven't already Excellent. seen it. If you haven't already seen it, because it's in it's in your area. <laughs> uh, in the paper during the week, a Dublin food.
0: What could possibly be coming now? A my area? Dublin
1: food store may be the first in Ireland to use a CO2 monitor in a bid to protect shoppers from airborne COVID-19 during the pandemic
0: really interesting how does that work
1: no before I go any further you haven't seen it and I'm delighted no so haven't seen it which store would that be that
0: CO2 yeah I would have said somewhere like Fallon and Burn.
1: ok you're on the right area
0: ok not like Donnybrook Fair
1: you're in the right area
0: somewhere fancy yes oh not than yes last no way yeah did I get there eventually you wow! did I
1: thought you'd go there first because it's around the corner from you that's where you go it is <laughs> around the corner from you. And you've introduced wow. me to their pizzas, which which are absolutely fantastic. Their pizzas are and excellent. It is yeah. one of the poshest stores I've ever been in.
0: Yes, it is. It is one of the poshest stores you can be in.
1: Of course. So they <laughs> have this this CO two monitor. You see, my thing about in a store it's a very big store, right? If there's if there's too much CO two in the in there, generally the way carbon dioxide works is if you take in too much, you die. So yes. if they start keeling over If the shoppers start keeling over Well that's a good, a good sign That there's probably too much CO2 Otherwise you probably don't need a CO2 monitor But, you know, in order to be very posh uh, In an innovative step um, They've installed the CO2 traffic light monitor
0: Wow, I so it's already in place
1: It's already in place It was in the indoor during the week
0: going to check that out today
1: I think you should
0: Because I go to Morton's on a Friday To get a pizza well, pizza Friday
1: Oh, of course it is
0: it's always Pizza Friday because there's literally this little else to be getting us through the week these days. <laughs>
1: exactly. So
0: Pizza Friday gets us through because we're thinking, you know,
1: pizza and twelve bottles of wine.
0: pizza, and amazing. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, pizza
0: and cider would be my preference. I like an elderflower cider on a, on a mm, Friday.
1: I, oh, you would do, of course.
0: It's, yeah, I'm not a wine person. Hmm. Wish I was a wine person. Just I'm not.
1: Well, you like the drop of cider. You don't really drink that much anyway. But um, no.
0: You, don't you, mind a bit of cider.
1: Yeah, exactly. You, you could force yourself. Um, so he's drawing up a plan to inform customers. He thinks it's really important that customers in all shops and businesses feel safe at this time. Did you ever hear anything more posh in your life?
0: Never. No. Um, that is the, the single poshest thing I've heard in a long time. But I will never go into a shop again unless my CO two levels are being carefully monitored by by posh people.
1: Exactly. Well, you see, because That's you're because you're posh in the first place. <laughs> I thought, and I thought you would get that straight away. But you, I mean, you were in the you were in the general area fairly quickly so I'm fairly impressed with that
0: Wow that's amazing I wonder how effectively it works and if it will be widespread eventually but I don't know
1: I don't know and again I think and I could be totally wrong because I don't know an awful lot about this but if you get too much CO2 you keel over so I would imagine the doors open and close to the shop in there. It's a fairly big shop. I've been in a few times. There haven't been a million people in there. Um, like if there's not too much CO2 somewhere like the underground in London. Yes. Uh, where there are millions of people all like in in Kansas, or in a, like a can of sardines. Um, why yes. would there be in a shop like that? I think it's a, it's a it got them some nice publicity, which maybe was. Yeah. Great that's great and
0: you'd feel a bit safer going in would you yeah whether like if it's in the newspaper i would i will then regardless of the science i'd be like oh <laughs> they've made efforts to make me safe exactly. i will buy pizza at morton's because they do an excellent oven pizza
1: exactly it's
0: worth every cent i feel like one of the worst places i've ever been in my life is the london underground in summertime, when. You literally can't even hold on to anything because it's so busy and it is so unspeakably hot there. I spent a really, really hot summer in London uh, 10 years ago and the tube was just like being in an oven. It can be busy and it can be very depressing.
1: But if there there isn't too much CO2 around in that environment, I really don't think there probably is in in a supermarket.
0: Well, I like to know that my levels are being monitored at oh, all times.
1: I'm not saying I'm not Until saying that I'm pizza. not saying it hasn't worked for you to get you into the <laughs> shop. It clearly has.
0: That's excellent news. That's very funny. So
1: you'll be going down on, on a Thursday and a Friday now.
0: Thursday and a Friday and I'll be, I'll be experimenting. And I see if I see any shoppers keeling over like canaries down the mines, I will let you know.
1: That's another thing they could have done. They could have just put a load of canaries in there.
0: Or a load of sniffer dogs.
1: Oh, now we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. Little little beagles there. Little beagles going around sniffing you.
0: Very hygienic.
1: And on that note. On um, that note.
0: That's current current affairs,
1: you know. That's current affairs stuff.
0: That's real news. That's the kind
1: of stuff that's going to win us awards, Snape.
0: This is the sort of stuff that's going to change your weekend. I'm telling you. Yeah. And my culture piece (laughs) is food culture. So we're not moving a million miles away from Morton's uh, cheese culture. Uh, over on holy cow French monks with too much cheese seek salvation online so there's a French monastery in Burgundy and they have 4,000 wheels of cheese too many that's the equivalent of 2.8 tons of cheese which is a whole lot of cheese and it's the Cito Abbey south of Dijon fun fact birthplace of the Cistercian Catholic order uh, they usually sells its raw milk and soft Soft, semi-soft discs to restaurants and visitors who trek to its on-site shop. But now they've had to completely switch up the old business model and go online before all this cheese goes off. So They have to go and save the monastery and they have to sell 4,000 <laughs> 4, thingies of cheese. And their hilarious marketer, they have a brother Jean-Claude who's in charge of marketing, uh, which is kind of amazing. He says he tried to explain to their 75 cows they needed to produce less milk, but they don't seem to have understood.
1: I have talked to the cows. The cows will not uh, will not uh, stop giving us the milk. Sacré bleu. Mais oui.
0: <laughs> That's the extent of our, our wonderful French. Yeah,
1: well, and all learned from Pepi Le if you remember Pepe Le Pew,
0: I do absolutely. He had a girlfriend. I can't remember her name.
1: It was always it was the same story in every cartoon. It was Pepe Le Pew the the, the cat gets a gets a tin of white paint sprayed down the back. He thinks the cat is now a a, a skunk and goes chasing after. Her. <laughs> oh, may we? <laughs> um. So they have a load of cheese. Basically, I mean, if they were giving it away, I reckon I could take it off their hands.
0: No, minimum order 23 euro plus shipping. So you have to order two wheels as a minimum. Uh, our, our marketing monk Jean-Claude says that they've got 700 kilograms already ordered on the online and that they have, you know, that leaves them with about three thousand three hundred left to go before it all goes to waste.
1: Wheels of cheese are fairly big, though, aren't they? I mean, that's that sounds reasonable.
0: It sounds like a lot of cheese, and it's not just any old cheese that they make. It won a silver medal at last year's International Food and Drink Competition in Lyon, which is a bastion of French culinary heritage, allegedly. So they have teamed up with internet startup called Divine Box, which sells products made by French abbeys, which is kind of fabulous, and elsewhere. And they're hoping to sell a ton of cheese by last Tuesday. I must check in, see whether they did or they didn't.
1: I can see your your, your research is, is just as up-to-date timeless. as mine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw the story and I liked it. And that's I was like, a good oh, story. <laughs> yeah, and the very
1: same. I mean, I saw the, the, the Morton's thing on, on Monday or Tuesday, I think, and uh, same as. This is timeless, and that's the whole idea of it.
0: Cheese is timeless, yes. although the time is running out for this particular batch of cheese (laughs) exactly so please buy
1: buy your cheeses
0: pay the 23 quid probably can't pay it in britain i don't understand how things work now that they're no longer in the eu i wonder is there there some restriction there there probably Uh, is i know that millions of people all across britain listen to this podcast yes yeah absolutely millions so they might be disappointed by not being able to buy the cheese they'll be fiercely
1: disappointed
0: Yes, we'll have to go to our millions of listeners elsewhere to exactly. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll,
1: we'll edit that piece out.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> the way to go. <laughs> what is your culture piece, out
1: It's it's something I found. yesterday I was looking at various bits and pieces, and it's it's it, listen, it, COVID lockdown projects. Yes, and I was reading a thing in one of the papers, and, and I'm not like you. I, I can't remember which paper it was, and I didn't take that much that much notice. You reference everything. I not really
0: care that much. Well, again, I just worry that people are going to be like, "Hey, that's my story," which it is. I didn't write it.
1: Um, I'm not sure which paper it was, so I can't reference it. Actually, it could have been it could have been online because I don't really. Re- Read newspapers unless they're online because well, that's what us kids do.
0: That is what the kids do these you
1: know? days. And I'm 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 subscribed to most of them. Anyway, COVID lockdown projects: how you danced, wrote, ran, and invented games. Things that people did during, and some of them were interesting enough actually. Transcribing wow. my mum's diary.
0: Wow,
1: oh, that was really that nice.
0: That could go either way.
1: It could, but yes. presumably. Her mum allowed her access to the diary and had certain pieces blacked out. You know the way you get, if you're looking for freedom of information from the government. Things are blacked yes. out. Yeah, I'd say it's There's probably the same thing.
0: a movie about that called Mamma Mia that you might want to be careful of if you're going to read through your mum's old diaries. You could end up with a musical and three dads. You never know.
1: I'm familiar with, actually, do you know what? That, I haven't seen that
0: not for it, the likes of you,
1: Al. No, but no. I presume, given what you just said, it's based on a great movie called Buenos Aires, Mrs. Something or Other, which Gina Lollobrigida starred in, and Telly Savalas, and Phil Silvers, and somebody else, and it was made in the sea, and it was really good, written by Richard uh, uh, Derek um, Norden. Ooh,
0: never heard of this. it. It is, is a the- great
1: movie, and it's the same thing. It's it's a kid in Italy. Um, And these three guys Were seeing her mother During the war Three Americans They went back after the war And in the 60s They came back To To um, To Rome I think it was And they all wanted to go And see her And the daughter Which they'd all been for for the years and she'd been <laughs> taking the money for, and it's very very funny and it's very good. But the plot is something similar, so maybe they nicked it from *Mamma*, whatever it's called, *The Abba and yeah. um, <laughs> Anyway, sorry, that is totally off. But but um, it, it, it's a good movie. Buenos Aires, Mrs. Campbell is what it's called.
0: Sounds like a great movie. Exactly.
1: And she it wasn't even her name. She got the name from uh, from the soup. <laughs> It's a very good movie. Anything I love anything with Phil Silvers in it anyway. But the, the, it's a really good movie. Anyway, I
0: love I love soup. But I they do.
1: It. this woman transcribed her mum's diary, and you can all go and watch uh, Mamma Mia now. There was a, an accountant who did dancing. Um, somebody who did St Albans. It was in the UK. St Albans from A to Z. So what they did was our A to Z. They they walked every road in their locality. Wow. Which I thought was a nice nice not a bad idea. Listen, it gives That's you something to do. Um, inventing games, which sounds pretty boring.
0: It depends on the game and yeah. the inventor. Yes. Yeah.
1: Did you do anything during I
0: just the I think of what we did that was creative. There was the cleaning and phase and then the gardening phase. Yeah. And the walking phase and the working out phase, there's the banana bread baking phase. Yeah, but you see, I hang on
1: for a second. You you always baked banana bread, you always yeah. walked, you always worked out cuz Dave shouts at you cuz he's a personal trainer. Does, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, they're, they're surely not things that you did extra. Or maybe you did more of them.
0: I think the, the truth is that I am inherently very introverted. And so I live as a sort of a permanent lockdown e, a Ooh, a locky-downy. I Lockie definitely, Downie. I don't know what, I don't know which who I am. I don't, I live quite a hermit-esque existence anyway. So. <laughs> so I think that this isn't a million miles off what I would normally be doing. I just do more of it. Hmm. Fair enough. No, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointing And I didn't learn anything That's not anything.
1: disappointing at all Did you play the piano more?
0: I played the piano more I probably read a bit more initially mm-hmm. And um, I sorted out a lot of things Like the lot of the house And a lot of admin And all of that kind of thing And I'm just about ready To go back to the real world Whenever it opens
1: Well, hopefully, you know uh, mid Midsummer we should be All of us with a bit of luck um, Vaccinated and be able to get out and about Again
0: Wouldn't that be exciting?
1: I can't wait i'm uh, going
0: to go to the cinema
1: yes yes, yes. indeed The stellar
0: yes it will be stellar
1: let's move on to our wild card what have we got
0: yes so my wild card is something that i believe that i have a family connection to that i need to look into more because i don't know if this is something that my dad says or if it's true because you'd never know with my dad but he always says we have an uncle and an aunt who died on the lusitania Right. So I need to really look back. Also, he wasn't there. It was 1915, <laughs> yes. and so I need to really check this out uh, because Dad has a ten- Dad's creative with his truths. Um, but the owners of the Lusitania are raising funds for a new museum in Kinsale, and there's a community group. So they've basically been given the Lus- Lusitania by a gentleman called, I believe his name is Greg Demus. Right. And he was an American entrepreneur who bought the Lusitania. And there's this amazing community group who have um, they've built this beautiful memorial garden. And they've also built a signal tower. So they've done an awful lot of work to preserve the heritage and the importance of the Lusitania. So he, he gave them the boat. Um, I, I always forget this, but it tipped the balance of World War One. Basically, yep. the sinking of the Lusitania was what got the Americans in.
1: That's it. Uh, but but the, the Germans maintained that it was, it was full of uh, munitions anyway. That, that was it, their justification for, for sinking it. it. Is it's it's, it it's classified as a kind of a graveyard? You can't go down and disturb anything.
0: I think you cannot do that. But what you will be able to do in the future, if funds go through and there's a GoFundMe campaign to help this happen, is you will be able to go to a museum uh, which will honour the heritage and the cultural importance of the Lusitania and will be a lovely uh, tourist site and uh they had all kinds of problems with covid sort of stopping yeah. visitors and stopping developments but they're hoping and it's a community group that's doing all this work which is kind of amazing so they are hoping that they will be able to raise this 150,000. i think they're about 10 percent of the way there now just looking at their gofundme page that will help them get their plans on the way and get their planning permission and take the next step to honouring the Lusitania. But
1: surely you should be able to get fairly easily a list of the dead of the death dead people, the people who were killed on the Lusitania.
0: Yes, I'm actually not even sure what name I'm looking for. I was for. just going to say, yeah. Yeah, so um, I Catch do Catch him like, off guard,
1: right? Catch him off guard and ask him, oh, yeah. what were their names? Just so he has to remember the story in his head and then come up with a name. Yes,
0: because he always comes up with Uncle Something and Auntie Something. And I, I'm pretty sure that it's not a lie. But he has been known to be creative with the truth. So I don't know if he's just tying us to a historically significant event or if they were actually on the Lusitania at the time.
1: And this is your um, father who used to be in the Mafia. <laughs> that's why you went into the Witness Protection Program. Well, listen, I mean, he's making, exactly up stories all, making up stories all his life.
0: He just never thought that I'd go on a podcast and talk about it.
1: Exactly. <laughs> um, and sure he, out now, though. That's why you were doing the Italian story earlier on, isn't it? the Italian That's dogs. It. Bibbidi-bobbidi.
0: <laughs> so I think over 700, about 700, I think it's 761 people managed to be rescued by a fleet of rescue boats, but over 1,200 died tragically. Mm. And the captain's name was William Turner, uh, which is also the name of the character in Pirates of the Caribbean, that Orlando Bloom, and also his Ooh. There you go. You know stuff. Well, not really. That's not, very, it's not a very important thing to know. And it's probably um, not the most respected thing either. But it is the same name. Yeah. Boots Gapville.
1: Yeah. Nothing wrong with that.
0: So there you go. Communities coming together to honour history.
1: Yeah, it's a nice idea. Uh, my wildcard. we are exactly on time today, by the way. Are we? Oh, we are.
0: I hope you're doing an auction story.
1: <laughs> auction I story? love loves an auction. No, I couldn't find one.
0: I found one. I'm keeping it for next week.
1: Well, you can do it now if you want.
0: You found a great one. No, this is over to you, Al.
1: Yeah, this is the one I, I was going to do last week, and it's about 19 pages long. And I've tried to yes. try to edit it down, and i was still at about 14 pages. But it's about procrastination, <laughs> right? So I'll, I'll get through yes. it as quick as I can. Tiny yes. tasks have a way of taking up abnormally large amount of space in our minds, um, but there are simple ways to bring them back down to size. Procrastination, basically, um, yes, which we I all know it do. Well. Yeah, same here. I. I'm terrible for putting off small things yes. um, that I don't want to do and going and doing giant things. Or, I suppose, as most people, I'll look at my list for the day and start off with the nice things. Realistically, you should start off with the bad things, get them out of the way, and you should then um, give yourself a little prize for doing that by doing the nice things.
0: Eat the big frog first. Exactly. Yes. If you're going to have to eat the frog, you've got to eat the big one first. There's a book about that.
1: It's called Big Frogs. I
0: think think it's called Eat the Big Frog First. Oh,
1: there you go. Well, (laughs) people who chronically procrastinate, they tend to have higher levels of stress, poor sleep patterns, and worse job prospects. On the mental health front, procrastination is also linked to depression and anxiety.
0: I relate and understand to this. I can see how that would happen as a procrastinator. Yes. There
1: you go. Uh, people are those people are actually self-critical. They worry a lot about their procrastination, which if you didn't do it in the first place, you wouldn't be worrying about. Uh, you got this little thing where you had a little bit of uncertainty. Now it's growing into this big thing with all this fear and uncertainty and dread.
0: Yes, and I think it's happening more during COVID as we're all a little bit more autonomous and we're working at home and no one is watching us. I think that the procrastinators can get away with more procrastination now.
1: I think you're absolutely right. And I right. think
0: it makes everything much worse.
1: Um, people who forgave a study show that people who self-forgave procrastinated less in the future on the same task that they forgave themselves on do you understand that because i've just read it yes I, yeah
0: that's really really nice to hear so you can procrastinate but if you forgive yourself and you don't dwell on it exactly you can just move on so, so i'm procrastinating now, more by giving out to yourself by procrastinating
1: i'm forgiving me and i'm forgiving you for it
0: thanks Emil i need a lot of forgiveness thank you i'll take it all
1: well you, you've Go got straight. it so, so we should just
0: feel good about ourselves. Is that the top tip for getting over procrastination? I
1: think so. You see, I thought this was really good, and I, I picked it's it really up. Really good. No, it's not. It's rubbish. I picked it up at, about five minutes before last week's thing, but last week's yes. show because I I had something and thought, oh, this looks much better. And I didn't read through it, and then by the time we got to the end, I, there was too much there for me to to do while we were we were actually doing the gig. And I had a look at. It, I put it away. Had a look at it fifteen minutes before we came in here, and decided actually that's a lot of words and it doesn't actually say an awful lot um so i apologize
0: i think that's a great story i think it's a very bang on story i think people are getting a little bit sick of the situation now being at home without any real accountability because accountability is key in my life i need people to be like where is that program and then i say here it is Well, I'll make it in a minute, but it'll be there in a second. (laughs) Um, So I think that that is very good and really interesting that if you have self-compassion and you forgive yourself, you can move on quicker than if you beat yourself up, because then you're procrastinating even further by just dwelling on the negative.
1: You see, and that's your psychology degree coming out.
0: Which is, again, one of the only things I've ever used it for.
1: Yeah. But look, (laughs) when when you have 50 degrees like you.
0: Those were four worthwhile years.
1: Yeah. I had
0: a lot of fun, though.
1: Well listen, isn't that the main thing?
0: Yeah, that's what you go to college for.
1: Exactly. You had lots of fun. <laughs> Unlike college kids today who can't have that much fun be due to Oh
0: my god. I just I feel for everybody. But yeah, college at the moment. If you're in first or second or, or fourth year and you're missing all of those college years, yeah, wow, that's rough. Yeah. Rough.
1: As as a great man once said, we leave it there, so
0: <laughs> let's do that. And let's not procrastinate any further.
1: Exactly. We're yes, gonna get out on time, Neve.
0: We're gonna forgive ourselves for all of
1: our sins. Exactly. Your suggestions or stories are welcome to look at at uniquemedia.ie. You can follow us on Twitter. Yeah, listen, if you want to send us in a story, we'll do your story. Save us doing all the heavy lifting.
0: Yeah. Do <laughs> Why you know don't we I do mean? our own research? Yeah,
1: exactly. Like you've seen the amount of research we do. Extensive. Exactly. Varied. Look at, at uniquemedia.ie. You can follow us on Twitter at lookitpodcast. Um, I was going to say .e, but it's not. Of course, it's on Twitter. And As
0: look at podcasts. And if you're feeling really generous, you can even rate and review the I'll podcast, done. which would help other people find it, and we'd be very grateful.
1: Well done. I was going to do that piece because I have it written here in front of me. You don't even have it written in front of you. And look at you.
0: <laughs> look at. Would you listen?
1: We got to leave it there. Couldn't. Can't do better than that.
0: I'm Lee Bennett.
1: I'm Done, See you next week.
0: I'll chat to you next week. Look at. Look at. It. Look at. It. Look at. It. Look at. Look at. Will, Will you, you listen? listen?
1: Produced by Unique Media.